Sports Life. Welcome to Sports Life Talk. Cause this is Sports Life Talk. With Sports Life Talk. Hot topics with Sports Life Talk. So come and get you some Sports Life Talk. They let us in the game, now we calling the shots. Things will never be the same, so forget what you thought. Cause life without sports ain't nothing but talk. Finally a show that makes your heart pound profound Wonder what's running up through your thoughts now About to drown all podcasts That be watered down Tell them clowns it's a new era And it's starting now I've told them strangers The five power rangers Approaching sports life talk from five different angles Get ready for the change up We done turned the flame up The topics that we bring up We about to blow this thing Ooh, Yeah, Let's get it cracking KT the head coach and Miss Manhattan Gemini Jones holds the throne She be calling them out Mr. United Surgeon B. Jones The mouth of the south On the cover Athletes in the year of the week, we got what you need. We dropping what's hot in the streets from copping new sneaks to locals popping, doing big things. When gossiping tea, like Kimberly, pull you a dream. Sports life talk, who is them? Went from not listening and now you're tuning in. If you're feeling what you're hearing, tell a friend, tell a friend. Thank you for listening, let the show begin. Sports life talk, who is them? Went from not listening and now you're tuning in. If you're feeling what you're hearing, tell a friend, tell a friend. Thank you for listening, now let the show begin. to another episode of Sports Life Talk, where life without sports is just talk. It's Wednesday night, July 1st. This is episode 50 of Admiral, y'all. SLT Nation, stand up and share Let's make some noise for our starting line up. Over there, all the way to the left, we've got Coach K2 straight out of the clip. player is Mr. Do It All with the wet sound. Give it up for Coach K2. Born and raised in Dallas, Texas, she brings all the lights in Big City to SLT. Let's go to the bartender for you a drink. Miss Manhattan, can from India, bringing a fusion of sports and entertainment, promoting big games and big stars. And hailing from Shreveport, Louisiana, LSU's biggest fan, the million-dollar young with a million-dollar mindset, the mouth of the South, Mr. Yee Jones, <laughs> and I am your hostess. Doing absolutely everything by way of Erin, Indiana. What up, Erin? Everyone's favorite Gemini, the point guard of the SLT team, Gemini Jones. What y'all think about that? Because I'm hyped. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, like, you cannot I said, get her with that music. <laughs> this is episode 50, entitled The Admiral after Mr. David Robinson, Miss Manhattan. Take it away with the breakdown. Okay, okay. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 50. So, as one of the greatest big men of all time, David Maurice Robinson did start out that way. Born on August 6, 1965, Robinson went into his junior high school year at 5'9". Then his senior year, he hit a growth spurt and grew to 6'6". To be on those naval battleships, you have to be smaller than 6'7". So David was never able to serve on a ship. The former NBA MVP and Navy man was drafted as the number one pick in 1987. Even though drafted, Spurs had to wait two years for Robinson to fulfill his obligations to the Navy. The Admiral was actually a lieutenant. After winning just about every collegiate award, inkling the wooden in Smith, Robinson went to not-so-good Spurs team. He went to win the 1995 MVP, as well as scoring title over Shaq with an infamous 71-point game to finish the season. He won the gold medal in the 1992 Dream Team. And I know B. Jones had a couple of points to hit for Mr. Robinson. So what you got, B? 
Well, I can tell you this, that one thing I had the privilege of actually watching was, I think it was the year of 1996. And uh, y'all know I'm a diehard Shaquille O'Neal fan. So Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq, was actually going tit for tat battling David Robinson for the scoring MVP or for the scoring title during that year. And literally in the last game of the year, David Robinson, you could have called him Mr. Clutch because he couldn't miss anything. The dude dropped 71 points in one ball game. So that's probably one of the most epic performances that I've actually seen live with my own eyes. So all right, <clears throat> B. Jones, I'm pretty sure that at this point you have a trivia question for the fans that has to relate to the Admiral. Now, if you... I was going to throw some new rules out. So before okay. I throw the rules out, before we do the trivia, I want to send a Sports Life Talk shout out, love from the crew, a former champion or a former winner of our trivia, Melissa Munez. It was word that uh, just going through my social media, she has contracted the COVID-19 virus. Mm -hmm. We want to send our prayers out to her for real. We hope you get well. Hope yeah. you're back watching us soon and enjoying the show. If you need anything, please hit us up. You know, just let us know. We, we got you. And then also I want to announce that last week, because the crowd was so popping, we had such an amazing show. The first person who I'm going to acknowledge who won the T-shirt was Danielle Willis. All right, thank uh, you. So thank you all of my family that's watching. She got jumped in there and got the question correct. I'll post up the answers and everything on the website. But that individual that she posted was actually compared to the actual bear, the Jackie Robinson of football. So just those kind of comparisons. So for this week, David Robinson, I got a two-part question. So actually two fans can win it. If one fan want to be greedy, that's fine for me as well. But it's a two-part question. The first question is David Robinson is infamous for wearing the number 50. If anybody can get a hold of my, my middle school basketball picks, you'll see me rocking that 50 jersey because I love David Robinson my, throughout my career. But short but sweet career. But with that being <laughs> said, David Robinson actually chose that number 50 in, with the purpose. Name me the athlete or the NBA Hall of Famer that David Robinson was inspired to wear number 50. And I'll give you a hint, SLT Nation. He was cold enough to where he could have been the cover athlete this week, but we went with the Admiral. Part two of that question is, I, I told you about the infamous game where he scored 71 points. Tell me what Spurs legend had the scoring title before he scored 71, and how many points did that person score in one game? And he's a legend as well. So whoever gets these questions correctly, they are basketball nuts. They phenoms. You know them, Serge? All right, of text me. I, I sure do know about the answers to that one. New rule, because we've exhausted so much time and energy on this beautiful, gorgeous website. We don't want you to put the answers in the text messaging box anymore. In order to get the question right, you have to go to www.sportslifetalk.com. Go to the weekly trivia page, and there is a comment section. In on the website, Put your answer in the comment section because I will be checking that one centralized location throughout the week to see if anybody can get either one of these two questions correct. Well, we got somebody got an answer on the screen, right? You see that, right? Carlos Giddens says Iceman. Uh-oh, I can't hear. Okay, why you give out the answer online? Why, why, you, why you? Don't. I'm saying, he's just saying, he's just saying, I'm just saying what's here already. did post an answer. All right, all right. Well, answer. Carlos, you need to go. If you feel that's the right answer, correct. you need to go to the website real quick. Yeah, and go to the website. Steve Jones is going to get you. What is the answer that uh, Carlos posted? He posted, I, we got one for Iceman, and Aaron Chapman says Ralph Sampson. Well, if they think, if Aaron and, and Carlos think those are the correct answers, <laughs> go to w the website. Yeah. Sportslifetalk.com, and I got you, fam, whatever, you know. I got you with the oh, OG. Oh, by the way, color. I want everybody to see my shirt. I have on purple with yellow and red logo. Serge, what color you got? Kind of right? I got I, the original black. Can't go wrong with I, that, I'm right? Sorry. Mine has red in it too, B. Jones. Don't start that LSU mess. Oh. What kind of LSU though? It look real Mardi Gras over there. <laughs> no, no it don't. <laughs> whatever, whatever. All right, y'all. So it's local life. It's local life time. And I believe, Serge, you are going to do the local life this week. So what you got for us this week? You, actually, you know what? I'm, yeah, I was about to say, my, I, I my, friend, my buddy B. Jones is actually <laughs> taking over this week for that. Oh, okay. Uh, he's, so, he, uh, the local life this week is near and dear to him, so I'd rather just let him talk about it. So, uh, Time out, y'all. Melissa Nunez said, Thanks for the love, guys. We love you, Melissa. Get better. Get better.
Yes. For real. Yeah, for sure. We're keeping you in prayers. Yes, ma'am. Well, I, I go to one of the dopest barbershops on this side of the DFW Metroplex. My boy Brooklyn, you know, he, he tied me up. I need to go holler at him. But the last time I was in the barbershop, I met a, a gentleman named Chico. He works for a place called Built For It Athletics. And Built For It is actually kind of like a Michael Johnson training center. They are working with a lot of different athletes, a lot of athletes who are working to be that just went through the draft combine and some who are preparing for their rookie season here in the NFL. One of those individuals just so happened to be an LSU graduate named Brandon Fioco, who was a beast out there on the field. So shout out to Bill Ford Athletics. Hopefully we'll be able to get out there and do a remote or something to kind of meet the people. But I thought that was pretty good and what they do and need to be told. And the other one is... I don't know why sometimes I feel a, a soft spot for the ladies. I think when we think sports, we always think about sports being male dominated. And then there's also like, we know what the big four sports are, but we don't talk about some of those lesser sports, right? Well, here in Frisco, a young lady named Micaiah White graduated from UT as an All-American volleyball player. She actually went to high school right here in Frisco, and she nasty with it. I mean, her spike kill, whatever you call it, kill percentages was through the roof. And not only was she an All-American this year, but she's pretty much been an All-American every year she was at UT. So I'm not a Longhorn fan, but I got to give props when props are due. So shout out to Micaiah White. You are the local life athlete of the week. All right. That's pretty impressive stuff. Yeah. B. Jones, are you paying attention today? No. Nah, why would I do? You see? Yeah, I'm paying attention. I was about to call it I'm out. I'm about to answer what, what she doing with that crap on. Clearly right I don't on are you seeing everything clearly? Clean your glasses off. Look at everybody. What's Dude, going on? At, man, look at KD. We got this what the point hell she got on today? Oh, I see. I see a rocking it. I, w- I wasn't going to call out, though. I oh, just you weren't going to say anything. I, I didn't know we had two Saints fans on the show. <laughs> no, why do you have that trash on your head, KD? Is it a bad hair day? It, it has to be. It's has really bad be. now. So, yes, I am having a bad hair day, for one. So, I, this was the closest hat that I had to put on. You could put a trash bag on for all I care. Don't put that on. <laughs> no, you, you, could, you, you could just tell us the truth. How much did B. Jones cash up? You just tell right, us. It's okay. right. Right. No, so a few other reasons. It matched my earrings. And last, so one of my favorite players is Jameis Winston. So I just wanted to support the Saints today. Well, today only. To Don't do this mess no more. Look, I told B, I guess B. John, he never, I don't even think he ever commented. There was some type of post that was posted on Instagram and I tagged Sports Live Talk and him and I said, somebody give me a jersey with this man's name on it. So. You know, I didn't see I didn't see the man, but I did see you say something about you wanted a Saints jersey. Was it's that James Winston? Yep. Now, what's with the infatuation? Of sure I don't like some crab legs. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, is going KT. It was KT. He likes she likes some crab legs, man, for sure. <laughs> well, long as she don't steal them, we good because we can't replace them. Yeah. So what I like about James, he had a like a motivational speech that he had when he was playing with his other team. And then when he was eating the dub, y'all remember the eating the dub video? Yo, that ever since then, he's just kind of been my favorite. Hey, dude, Dang, that, that alone should have canceled him. When he's no. like, we, we gonna eat it. Come on, man. I, I thought he was slightly autistic when he did that. That was the worst, <laughs> that was the worst pregame speech I had ever saw in my no, life. He, I if that in the world. I like him a little special. <laughs> I just wanted to make y'all laugh. Well, I'm going to say, no, she doesn't. Stop that. Don't encourage it. You're going to have to buy some more Saints paraphernalia because after this year, Jameis is going to be an eight to 10 year quarterback for us. I'm not buying it only if somebody buys it for me. So all the Saints fans, if y'all want me in, y'all got to buy it for me. (laughs) <laughs> All right, and that's enough of that train derailment. So the question for the crew is, I know you guys have heard that the NBA is allowing players to put social justice statements on their jerseys. So how do you guys feel about that? And what would you put on the back of your jersey? I think obviously the biggest story in people that want to discuss this topic i think always is going to surround around police brutality and so for me i know what's been out there is defunding the police and things like that but i'm more really proponent of training the police that would be mine because i just think that 21 weeks of training is not what's needed or required to face 
all the different types of situations that you can face when you're a police officer. It's almost like you could probably do 21 weeks on just one type of whether that's pulling somebody over just for a regular traffic stop, let alone talking about going to situations where there might be a domestic violence issue or a potential homicide issue or any of those things. And I think there needs to be more rigorous training. And I think the body cam stuff like that is great. But I think, you know, when we look at other countries who they have a lot less issues with their police force and having not having this many killings of people uh, armed, unarmed, it doesn't matter. You know, they have to go through school and go through training just the same way as many other professions do. So I think for me, it would be train the police would be first and foremost. Would that be a hashtag? Hashtag train the police? No, I'm being serious. Is that what you hashtag train the police? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag train the police. All right, B. Jones, what would you? Mine would be very simple because we all thrive if we stand together. Mine would say reparations. That's all I want on the back of my jersey is reparations. Pay me my $350,000 and then I'll be good to go. You know what I'm saying? Wipe that debt out. Get us all to college, something like that. But reparations. I heard a gentleman read something to the Senate lately. And it was a very, very, very impactful speech. I may figure out a way I could share it if I could find it again. But I just listened to him talk for about a minute. On He did a speech about reparations and what it means and how the, the playing field is not even and how much we need it. And I felt that. So I said mine would say reparations. KT? Mm. I guess mine would have to say stop. Just stop killing innocent minorities. Also, stop supporting the saints. So it, stop can go just a long way, but my would say stop it on the map. Stop covers a whole lot of things. Just, just stop it. It's ridiculous. And it, it's sad that we keep having conversations like this, but if we don't, then we'll just go back to the norm. So yeah, stop. And especially stop killing us and also stop supporting the saints. Okay. Katie, what you got? I don't know. Damn voice. Oh, sorry. Shut up, Sarge. This is hard for me. I really don't know what my hashtag would be. Just speechless, because that's literally how all this has me. I just don't have any words for the stuff that is going on. Oh, I liked it. I liked it. Somebody said they wouldn't abandon their family name. Yeah, I mean, I see some comments where people are saying, you know, let basketball just be basketball. And I understand that. I get it. I don't know what I would put on the back of mine. Somebody put something on there, erase the hate. That's that's a good one. You know, some of the hate isn't necessarily towards one particular race or, you know, minorities. It's just people are just so full of hate, like just some of the things that people do. So that's actually a good one, Corey. That's If I were to put something on the back of my WNBA jersey, that would probably be good. Oh, and another thing I probably add is wear your mask. Golly, because we can <laughs> put your damn mask on. That's what it put your damn mask on. <laughs> oh, you're talking. To, oh, Corey said he meant that for you, but that was a good one, though. I would hashtag erase the hate. That was good, Corey. I like that. Erase All right, Corey. Oh, hold up, Corey coming for me. Yeah, uh, Saints fan. I'm about sick of Hey, as long as he ain't coming for me and my clock, I'm good. So. <laughs> <laughs> I had to switch up the scenery because I wasn't trying to hear it about my clock. All right, y'all. So let's move on to our first topic, which was a hot topic so far this week. I think that was this week. Cam Newton going to the Patriots. Are y'all excited about that? How y'all feel about that? I'm happy for Cam that he has a job. And I'm glad that a star like him is getting a chance to work with a great coach like Belichick. Just think if LeBron would have had like a coach like Popovich in his life how better his career could be. And he's already all-time great. So I'm glad that Cam got a chance. I just hate that he had to get low-balled. But this is a great opportunity for him in New England because Belichick, this is a new toy. He's never had an athlete like this at quarterback. So I'm looking forward to it. I want Cam to succeed while the Patriots fail because I don't like them either. (laughs) This is going to be uncharted territory for a lot of fans out there. And the fact of the matter is, is I don't for one second think that you can put Cam Newton in a situation with the expectations of a Tom Brady. I know we'll talk about J.R. Smith, and that's probably what I should put on the back of my jersey, expectations. Because the fact of the matter is, is that 2018 Cam, before the injury, was balling out of this world. He was actually on the track or the progression to exceed what he had done in 2015 when he was the league MVP. Anytime you can replace a league MVP, the team is doing the right thing. But Cam is taking a bottom budget deal. He's going into a culture and a locker room that 
I'm just not quite sure that Auntie Cam can keep up with, right? Uh, it's the, it's the Patriot way, and he's a total, completely different type of person than what Tom Brady is. Now, don't get me wrong. My friends and my family who know me, Cam went to Auburn, which I hated him when he went to Auburn. He played for the Carolina Panthers. I hated him when he played for Carolina because I'm a Saints fan. So don't get me wrong, but I've never once not identified or respected Cam Newton's talent. I'm rooting for Cam on this. I think they threw him away too quickly, but the fact of the matter is, I don't know if this is the best situation. I really wish a team like Miami or somewhere, because like that's his attitude, that's his energy. His energy is like Miami or maybe even a, of a team like the 49ers where Cam could get up and talk that trash and the team would jump behind him. But, but Cam getting up, doing the first down and gloating and dropping the ball when the rest of the players just looking at him like, it just seemed like a total different, like you put a square peg in a round hole or trying to at least. So what you're saying is, do you think that he can really adjust to the Patriot way? Are you trying to say something like that? I'm going to tell you this. After I saw, I think Cam could be successful at any place he plays. He put out a little workout video this week, and he's he ended the video very simple put. I'm on your neck. And Cam coming out motivated because everybody been threw him away. As much as I, I'm not a Patriots fan, you can call me a hater, whatever you want to. I'm actually going to be rooting for the Patriots. I do think we need to pump our brakes on these 11 and 5 predictions and these predictions that they're going to take the crown back over there at the AFC again because there's some good teams coming after them this time. And I actually think my prediction who's going to win that conference or that division is going to be the Buffalo Bills. And I'm going to stand firm pat on that prediction. Who do you think has more to prove with their new team? Is it Cam or is it Brady? Oh, Cam for sure. Yeah. I think Cam for sure because Brady, you know, it, it he is obviously a lot older. I mean, if he didn't have a great season, it's you could probably attribute that to him just being old, even though he has a great team around him. But I think Cam, there's a reason why he was didn't have a job for the last three months ever since he got let go. There wasn't teams lining up to try to sign him. I do think that he's going to do okay there just because I don't think they would bring him in if they didn't have the confidence and that he could perform well. I think that he also, while he was in Carolina, probably towards the end, started probably just becoming too rigid, meaning like the same thing over and over. He just didn't have the greatest supporting cast. I don't think he even had an overall team around him that was both on the defensive side and on the offensive side. Yeah, he had Christian McCaffrey, but then he's like, who is he throwing the ball to? You know, if you put eight in the box, who is he supposed to throw the ball to? You know, so I think that Josh McDaniels is going to be good for him. I think intricacies in putting in the offensive game plan for Cam, I think it's going to be great. So I'm looking forward to him succeeding. Now, I will say this. I think it was very ironic that he got signed the same day that they were being penalized for something. I guess you can say another version of Spygate, I guess, just to a lesser degree. It did kind of catch my eyebrow that he got signed on the same day. So it was kind of like to make sure that that goes to the backstory and Cam getting signed is the front story. I guess who really knows what their issues was, but he definitely is but getting underpaid. And not only Miami, Jacksonville, and even if you were the Cowboys, Jacksonville, like, I, I would have taken him over Andy Dalton, but that's just me, you know, so. Yeah, I don't know how Jacksonville overlooked him. I don't know how he remained unemployed for 96 days. And then the last question I have is how did they get a, an incentive-laden contract where Cam Newton could really only earn about $7.5 Once again, Belichick did what he does, and he literally, I mean, he stole, in my opinion, the generational-type talent. I mean, over the last 10 years, Cam is, I mean, this dude is 6'5", 260 pounds. This dude could play defensive end if he really wanted to. This is the one thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to get off of it. Everybody's saying that Cam going to be successful. We know Cam is going to be successful. Jimmy Garoppolo was successful. Jacoby Brissett was successful. Who was the other quarterback? Matt Castle, when he left for Kansas City, he was successful. I don't have any doubt that Cam is going to be successful. The, the thing is, is that A, will he be able to find another home after this? And B, will he be successful based off of our expectations for Cam, because my expectations for Cam is MVP caliber play. So to answer your question, Pam, I, I'm going to agree with D Hickey. I think it's, it's Tom Brady, because we want to see what he can do without Belichick. And the cast that he has in uh, Tampa Bay, he's never had a cast like this on offense. So let's see what he can do. Now, Cam is a contract year pretty much, so he has a lot to prove. But I think Brady's legacy is intact. But I think this can only add. Just think if he goes there and wins a championship in Tampa Bay. Okay. 
All right, you gonna leave? Yeah, it? I don't even. I, hey, I dropped the mic. I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> what else did you want? I'm curious. You got to officially drop it though. You got to do like this so I know you're done talking. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. There you go. I, I hit I you with one of them too. The, the signing of Cam actually makes me have, wonder what's going on with Jared Stidham because all we heard all offseason was that Jared Stidham was the guy. The Patriots love him. He does it the Patriots way. He earned the locker room. He knows the Stidham. playbook. Stidham. Yeah, I need to understand Stidham. what's Stidham. going on. Mm-hmm. B. Jones, just like I said in that 60-second commercial, we got Steve Rogers, Tom Brady. We got Falcon, Sam Wilson, which is Cam. And Bucky is uh, Stidham. You see Captain pass his shield to uh, Bucky because Bucky's still a little unproven. So there you go. one arm anyway. Bucky not really a superhero anyway, but that's another debate. So KD's ex-man, OBJ, do you think the patch should go after him now? If they go after him... Game, set, match in that division, for sure. It, it'll be pretty nasty. I think they should. Okay. I don't think they should. OBJ is a downfield wide receiver, and Cam Newton throws probably about 60%, 60 to 65% accuracy. Most of that accuracy 70%. is within – yeah, within 10 to 15 yards from the yeah, line of scrimmage. So you're gonna turn mm-hmm. you're gonna turn Odell Beckham into a nickel and dime type wide receiver. I don't think that's what what he really wants. I don't think yeah. that's best for Odell. Now, if you had turned it around and put Jarvis Landry, you seeing Jarvis Landry in New England, he a dog. He could play close to the line. But I think he has the perfect wide receiver for him. Julian Edelman loves that that short intermediate type yep. game. Well, he, exactly. he can be good. Yep. But haven't we seen where um Odell Beckham is on a slant and he'll take it 60 yards? So if you just now make he that can do the ball, he's going to make he a play. That. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. So He could do that, but it's like I don't expect him to do that every game, you know, and I just don't know what the amount of money that Odell's going to be making. Man, Belichick ain't trying to pay all that money. I just don't see how he's going to realistically do that. <laughs> and I also think the Browns, like, I would still give it another chance of another year where he's healthy, you know, running back with the same squad. And, you know, they also beefed up the offensive line. I think they're right there. I mean, that division is really up for grabs, too. So why would you trade him unless I don't, I don't even know what you would get in return, considering the draft is already over with, too. Hopefully you get more than Texan guy for DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> what? Can Anybody get that third can get that. round draft pick they just lost. They can get that third rounder back because they, yeah. they took a third round yeah. draft pick for him for cheating again. KD, what were you going to say? I was just going to say some people might be up for the challenge. They're both used to, you know, receiving a certain ball and throwing a certain ball. But they were practicing recently, I believe, at OBJ's place. So you never know what can happen. Both of them might be up for the challenge to make it happen, to make it possible for either one of them. Yeah, well, of course, you're going to have his bag, though. So Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> All right, y'all. So let's move on to our next topic, which is the NBA released a schedule. So we have a client in the salon. I think I've told y'all her son plays. He's only 17. He, he plays professional soccer. And I asked her today, I said, so, you know, is your son home? She's like, no, he's in Orlando with the MLS team. So I guess everybody all, you know, is in Orlando oh, wow. ready. And I'm like, okay. So, I mean, y'all think there's really going to be a season? Like, what? No, there's not going to be a season. And while he's in Orlando, FC Dallas here, I think they had over 10 players test positive for COVID. Yeah, it was a big number. Yeah, so it's not going to be in the sports. I'm holding out hope because I would love for basketball to be played. But it's just too dangerous right now. It's it's too risky. Why put your career on the line where we can just wait, hopefully, to next season and get it there? And I can see LeBron's case because, I mean, father time, it it waits for nobody. But – it's just too risky right now. I don't see it happening, and I don't want to see it happen if it's going to be multiple stars getting the virus. Kevin, I was on the same. And then have to stop it. Like, that would be – like, you get all built up, and then all of a sudden, oh, half the NBA has corona, and y'all have to stop. Like, you build everybody up and just to let us back down again. Well, I'll tell you what. That is what's going to happen. I can almost put a check on the fact that they are going to tip off basketball July 30th. And I didn't know. I was on the fence at first, Kevin, but I was listening to the, the talking heads this afternoon, and I heard a peculiar number of, like, $600 million is what it would have cost the NBA if they, and they still have to pay these salaries if they weren't going to play basketball. Bottom line is them playing this. That's, that's my, that's my, that's my, that's my, Thank you, Kay. I, lo- I, love you. You. I love you, Momo. Uh, that's hilarious. 
Thank you. Thank you. But uh, this is basically business one-on-one. This has nothing to do with the sport. This has nothing to do with the coronavirus. This is flat out. How do we save money and how do we make money? And they would rather pay this $155 million is what it's going to cost over the three-month period to house and facilitate these 1,500 individuals in, on Disney World's property. $155 million, They are willing to take that hit just so they don't lose $600 million. Think about it. This is straight apples to apples, dollars and yeah, dollars and cents. Yeah, I think I see more of a chance of the season starting and then having to stop because maybe too many players. And I don't even think it's necessarily going to be too many players get coronavirus. It's going to be one or two players who got the coronavirus got really, really sick, like ICU type of sick. So unless that happens, I don't see even them stopping because I think the biggest thing is we have to take is because it is a virus and there's no vaccine for it, yeah, they can say that they'll have one by the end of the year, beginning of next year. We won't know it works. We won't know what the long-term effects are. So in reality, let's just say if you forego the season, what's to say that you can have a season next season? You know, you're going to be facing the same issues regardless of how long you wait. And that's not just for basketball. That's life in general. You know, and some of these guys who, somebody like LeBron, let's just say they were to cancel it tomorrow. Okay, yeah, he's, it's not going to go well because, okay, he's going to have to wait God knows how long to try to win another championship. But at the same time, he knows financially he's set. He doesn't have to worry about anything. But you can't say that for, I would say, about 30 to 40% of the NBA where guys who are making, even if they're making a million or two, they're not making it just for themselves. They're probably also having to take care of their family. And for them to miss out on that opportunity, they do have to weigh the option of, going to work because that is what it is for them. It is their job to go out there and earn that income, go play, earn that income, and not only obviously help your family like you've been helping, but then also turn around and use that towards you know social justice reforms or doing things in your community. And I think we just we can't lose a side of that. Obviously, yes. Do I want sports to come back? Of course. But obviously, if it's the detriment of other people, but these guys, nobody's forcing them to play. I mean, we've already seen guys who are backing out and not wanting to play for various reasons. And so if you don't want to play, nobody's forcing you to play. But the guys who know, they all know the risk and different when we're talking about the bubble. And I think they're creating this bubble because if you are in a room, you're not leaving and everybody's getting tested every single day. And that's not happening right now. Like all those NBA players who are currently in their homes or whatever, say they go to the grocery store or say they run an errand or whatever, they're not getting tested on a daily basis like that. But they will be when they're all going to be around each other on the basketball court, being body to body next to each other or whatnot. So I do think that because of the way it's set up, it's the fact of getting down there, I think is actually the hard part of having all these cases pop up right now. But once they get down there and then they have to quarantine for 10 days and then they'll basically be in a location where you can't leave and everybody gets tested every single day. And of course, you're just going to have to say, we, we're not going to be able to avoid 70. They, they're saying 70 to 80% of the people in the population will end up getting the virus, whether that's 2020, 2021, 2022. It's not going to go away. So how long can you keep this to where it's not going to ever be an issue? And it's not even about sports come back on TV, but these guys, what else are they going to do to generate income? Because they went to school for some, they didn't even probably even go to school to have an education. They went to play basketball and football and so on and so forth for other sports that are also going to want to come back. But that's hey, just my take on it. Hey, Serge, real quick, man. I'm sorry to get off track. Hey, Coach Steve, leave my, hey, don't ask my grandma for no food. <laughs> hey, I'm about to say, hey, you got to get him. You got to go out to Coach on that. Yeah, hey, man, don't worry about no boudin, don't worry about no dirty rice. Don't worry about nothing we got in Louisiana, man. <laughs> hey, and Daryl, I, 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 I take I love a chance. Daryl, I'll take a chance and get flued out. I ain't going to lie. I put a mask. I'm going to get flued out, too. Houston, fly me out. Like I said, we're going to have a new pink and yellow ranger, y'all. I keep playing around. <laughs> yeah, they going to get, get a flu. They going to get a flu, all right? They going to get that COVID flu. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna catch oh, that COVID right. flu, and then y'all know about it. Right now. But then, then y'all know in China, not to get out subject, it's another one that a swine flu. Oh yeah, swine flu was around years ago. No, yes. but they said this go. It could be just like a corona to that degree. It's a new strain. Everybody yeah. stay in the house. Yeah, we're gonna so have to stay in the house for at least two months. So let the me first tell you, one, they, they was eating them bats the first time. This time they over there eating them sea turtles, and they giving they oh, spreading all this stuff. 
No, so I'll risk it all for getting Pluto. But yo, I go to work every day and I risk my life every day for the Dallas County citizens. So miss me with with all all of everything that y'all talking about. Yeah, well, we good. We have a coffee. Yes, I'm still here. Here I am. Yes. Well, that's good. That's, that's good work. to know. That that changes plans next week, Katie. Yeah. You don't. Hey, you you don't know over there. Yeah. We're gonna have to edit oh, you yeah. into pictures. <laughs> like I guarantee you, it's gonna be popping in Orlando. I can tell you the oh, the, the, the side oh. pieces. Every stripper in America gonna be in uh, Orlando. In the it's next, gonna be uh, all kind of viruses days. getting spread right. in Orlando. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take a couple weeks vacation, y'all. I, I'll try to live from Orlando. It's Gemini Jones. <laughs> Look, I might be in Florida too, so it's it's Gemini Jones and KD Miss Manhattan. Take your penicillin. <sighs> <laughs> Hmm. I hope they, I hope they grill y'all in the chat room. I hope they get y'all for that drag, y'all. They're not saying anything yet. <laughs> Nobody said anything yet. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, B. Jones, you got a drop for us this week. We got some drops. The first drop were about tennis shoes. And I kind of got called out this week on the tennis shoe thing. A couple of people was like, hey, man, do you do anything other than than Jordans? And I think I kind of told y'all that last week. But I actually wanted to talk about something that's totally off the map. So go to Puma site and I want y'all to Google this one. Uh, On the Puma site, look up Sham God, Pumas. Pumas, all right? So Sham God actually goes, he lives out here in Frisco. He goes to the barbershop with me. He released... A new sneaker this week. It's called the Legacy Sham Guy Basketball Shoes. I didn't really know much about him when he played basketball. I do know that he was a New York legend and uh, he played for the Dallas Mavericks for a bit of time, but he's doing a lot of work in the community. These Legacy joints, hot. I got to cop them and they only retail for $100. So easy to come out your pocket for a couple of those joints. Now, as far as the Jays, huh? as you can see behind me, Huh? Is it easy? Yeah, huh? yeah, you can come out for a hundred. Yeah, yeah. You just get it back on yeah, your next well. stimulus check, man, because it's coming. But <laughs> when? But uh, when? Let me know I don't when. Know. But hey, they they finna shut everything down again, man. So it's it's gonna come. Go get you some toilet paper too. Yeah. But um, the Jordan drop. They got the Ferrari 14s are coming out tomorrow morning. They have sexy looking shoe. They red with the. If you ever seen the 14s, they they just an immaculate type of shoe. So definitely go check those out. I think they're gonna retail for 190. I believe that's an excellent deal if you can catch them on, on the drop. So I'm going to try my best going forward to just drop shoes that you can go to Foot Locker or Finish Line because last week I got called out because those Yeezys, they nobody could go get them Yeezys. I, you would have to know somebody special in the, you know, that, that wasn't an easy one to cop. So we'll try to stick strictly to the retail joints. On the music side, I don't know if we're going to talk about August Alcina later, we'll but there. August Alcina, he dropped the joint. Oh, um, he dropped a lot of he dropped a he lot. He dropped a lot. A little Dirk. He dropped a new album. Six Lack dropped a six song, a hot EP, which I don't know. I'm a big fan of Six Lack. I just realized it was Six Lack. I used to call him Black. I thought but, uh, it was Black too. But it's Six nah, Lack. Nah, it's Six Lack. Yeah, and one of his oh, songs I thought it was Black. Uh, my sure. name is Six Lack. Yeah, it's, it's clean, though, but his name is Six Lack. And then uh, one of the dopest Caucasian. I got to remain politically correct with that. One of the dopest Caucasian MCs in the game, Jeezy dropped an album called Everything Strange here. So it was a pretty good week for some music. Okay, I like Jeezy. Me too. I like I don't even know who y'all talking about. I'm about to catch up on that. that That's with Cardi B. That's with me and get some money. Yep, that's Jeezy. Yeah. He had a couple Mm -hmm. of other. Was he on 1942 too? No, I don't know about that. Uh, no, I don't think he was. I sure as hell can't answer you, so. Right, I'm old. So, uh. Yes, you are. No, he is. That is his song, 1942. Listen to it. Oh. Anyway. I don't oh, think I've heard uh, that song. KD? Oh, y'all, y'all have heard it. It's super popping. Okay. Maybe I don't know what it's called, 1942. Then, probably. Heard this song. <laughs> okay, I'll send See? it to you on the show. All right, it's time for the ladies. It's time for the Manhattan Project. KD, what you got for us this week? Ooh. Yes. So my drink of the week, y'all. I went to the liquor store on Friday because oh, yeah. you know, What's no, not every week. I only go once a month. You're the second person that said that. <laughs> but you have something new every week, though. Huh? Uh, well, I was in. Target. You have a new drink oh, every week. Maybe yeah. I'm not oh. drink, but you go buy drinks every week. No, I don't even buy drinks. Right. Every- 
she trying to figure out a new version of Saint Germain and Bombay that she can put together. This week we're gonna crush ice. We're gonna yeah, crush ice. Yeah, I know I know y'all are about sick and tired of me mixing everything with fever trees. So I had to go to the liquor store. Actually, I had to talk to people and was like, yo, what y'all drinking? You know, we're working during COVID times. Work is beyond exhausting. What are y'all sipping at home? So I got a ton of drinks and I went to the liquor store and I bought all of them. Well, I should have been over there with you tonight then. Yes. Yeah, you should have. Sure. I thought y'all were supposed to. Um, I okay, Katie, hmm. carry on. Okay, <laughs> okay so, so my drink of the week is called the in honor of David Robinson. This drink is called the Admiral. Yes, so this oh. drink consists of Hennessy and Stella Rosa Black. You drink it on the rocks, it depends on what your alcohol tolerance is. I'm more of a double shot oh. girl, so I put a double shot of Hennessy and then top it off with the Stella Rosa Black. The drink is good. I'm not really a Hennessy fan. And I think because my mind knows that Hennessy is in it, I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know. It's definitely a nightcap drink. So like, you know, after you've had a long day, something mm, for you to drink. Um, nightcap, huh? Because that Hennessy gets you kind of loose. I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's keep it all the way real. Yeah. yeah. Look, I'll be on YouTube. Yeah, it's definitely a nighttime drink. So I'm also calling it whenever we're not being professional. I'm gonna call it the Henny, the Henny Roaster. Me and my best friend kind of came up with that name. So have you already drank it? You tried it? Yeah, the Hennessy's gone. The Stella Roaster is gone. Dang! You just went. <laughs> so what does it taste like? Though? What does it taste like? The, co- the combination. Um, what does it taste like? It's like a like a sweet red wine. Hennessy is kind of sweet, so it just it's a sweet. Like if you can take sweet drinks. It's sweet, like a sweet red. That's what I. That's what I think. Sweet red. Okay. Make sure it's double shots. Yeah. So my next drink of the week. That's what I'm drinking tonight. And this drink, I'm really excited to share with y'all. Like, what drink is that? I only see ice cubes in there. Oh, it was it was a little colored, but there's still drink in there. You see? Oh, it's not all. Is that a nightcap too? No. Yeah. Now I'm ready to. Get loose. <laughs> wild Wednesdays. Wild Wednesdays. Yeah, Wild Wednesdays. Okay, so now to our show recap. So as oh, this gonna be a quick one here. <laughs> yeah, you might. Uh... Hey, because y'all told me to don't watch it, I didn't watch it. So oh, man, you did right, man. No, don't no, watch it. I was. I mean, after y'all were being pretty descriptive about it, I was like, I don't think I want to watch it. No, yeah, you didn't want to watch it. B. Jones was pretty pissed. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, fans he had to send show. at midnight saying, I hate I y'all. Not, I was like, whoa. Did I not say, y'all, the men are not going to be ready for the show this week? Did I? And I don't know if y'all thought I was talking about something else. Maybe y'all, <laughs> when y'all skipped over that, I was like, oh. And then when, yeah, I tried to warn y'all because, I mean, I literally fell out the bed. I wasn't ready for the things that happened. The things that my eyes saw. Yeah. I, I can't take it back either. I feel, I, 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 it's like I can't unsee it now, and I feel yeah. some type of way in my spirit. Yeah. So, so let's not let's not really talk about the show. So it's kind of crazy how this is the third episode, right? We're on the third Four. episode. Fourth. Oh, this yeah. is the fourth. Okay. So now something has happened to three characters. Something has happened to all of them, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So far, what has happened? What do y'all expect now? Like, can y'all kind of give like a future? Like, if you were to write the episode next? No, K- KD, I'm still traumatized from that episode. To be honest with you, I did not <laughs> yeah, see that I'm coming. I'm totally lost. And I... really, I don't even want to talk about this. That's how uncomfortable I was when I saw that. Listen here, when I want to watch the hub, I want to click the button. I want to watch it. Watch it, the stuff I want to watch, not that. Ooh, that's yeah. Rough. If I go to London, go with a friend I can trust. That's That's not going to leave you. That's not going to leave me. (laughs) And don't get high. That's what I learned. That's that's my takeaway so far after four episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wow. 
Uh, we'll skip on to the next subject. So yesterday I had uh, found out the tea. Well, uh, who was trending? Will and Jada was trending. Somebody had talked about watching a whole red table talk and they never got open relationship out of that red table talk. So after doing some research, that's whenever I saw that I guess August Alsina went public and said that Will gave him his blessing to be with Jada. So most of y'all know that they were pretty much already in an open relationship. I think I've heard the news before, but I think I am one of those persons that is just find it hard to believe and in total denial. So what do y'all why? think? What, why why I, guess, we in I guess because they sell like perfect relationship. They sell to me they sell it. And maybe that's what I wanna see. Maybe I wanna see that marriages do work and beyond you know, beyond years and you haven't seen how August has been around like this this ain't new. Like he I remember she somebody did a whole tribute video for some one of them's birthday. I don't remember who did it, but I think he did it for her. It was a whole a couple years ago. And I mean this rumor is it's fact now, I guess, because he came out and said it, but this has been circulating for a while. And I think everybody kind of knew and when he finally came out with it yesterday or whatever, everybody was like, Okay, we knew that. That's why their relationship works because it's open. Look how Will has just been out there with all of his leading ladies. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's free so game. Looking for the leading men, I don't know because y'all know how that hurts. Yeah, that's we a Hollywood thing though. A lot of people swing that way. A lot of people that we think are probably you know straight, they go both ways. Yeah, so but that's a part of Will. I I guess I wasn't, but the open relationship thing I've heard about in the past, and I think. It's kind of like just how they express themselves and how they live their life. It seems I get Katie what you're saying, like they sell it. But I think when they're individually out there, I, I think from every time I see them, it's like, you know, if you didn't know in the past that they were married, you'd be like, oh, man, I wonder who she's married to or will. I wonder who he's with, because it's when they're individually out there. I think it's just really just open like they have their good time. You know, he has his good time. She has her good time. And but it's interesting. For sure. How old is Jada? Like 47, 48? I think so. And still so. Look, I think she's and a little still, bit older than you, Casey. Well, she ain't that much older than you then. I mean, she still looks good, too. And for August, oh, yeah. hey, hey, my man, <laughs> do your thing, Bivin. But I yeah, I mean, how he came to be. Yeah. Well, I, she explained how she met him and all that because he actually went to. Uh, Willow and Jaden's show or whatever and that's when she met him but I mean I guess out of all if I were to have an open relationship out of all the men if I were Jada that wanted know. me I don't think it would be August Alcina I mean there's nothing wrong with him I think he's a nice looking guy I just probably would have yeah, the, the music the music got to pay him the music yeah, that man be jamming Oh, panty dropper, panty dropper. Why he was rubbing her feet or something? Is that is that <laughs> probably? Yes, she's forty eight, man. So oh, okay, yeah. Hey, like I said, my man. <laughs> More power to you. I, I'm 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 going with Kim on this one though. So Kim, I got your back. You ain't who that at. So I'm gonna hold you down on this one. The fact <laughs> of the matter is, it go Michelle and Barack. J and B, and yes. then we got Will and Jada. It's like these people are royalty in the African American community as a couple. So, uh, listen, am I surprised they have an open relationship? Absolutely not. We've heard the rumors over the years, but like she said, you do look to these people and say, hey, true love is out there. Relationships can matter, especially in Hollywood when it's so volatile. When you got Dr. Dre about to lose 400 million, or is it 40 yeah. million? I can't remember uh, what it was. I, no, it's gonna no. He's worth eight hundred. He yeah, didn't so have a about to lose four hundred million. He's low. Next week, that's four hundred. Yeah, next week he about to be four hundred dollars poor. But B. So Jones, the fact that she studies law, it may be five. <laughs> right, Watch out. you can't you can't get more than half. God dog. We'll but I wonder what made him come out now. I mean, and we, just, we, just, we just dropped his album. It's no, wait, clicks. No, wait, 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 wait. Besides the album, I feel like maybe she cut ties with him and he mm -hmm. feels some type of go ahead and put this on front street let these people know and yeah because like i said they've been to me they've been hiding it unless i'm living under a rock you've been living under a rock under a rock yeah because <laughs> yeah, yeah, look here if Halle berry stopped talking to me 
I'm telling everybody about us. <laughs> really? right, hell, I'm gonna tell y'all anyway. So hey, hey but but isn't yeah, it a little exactly. bit of a double standard though? Isn't it a double standard? How many we just talked about all these NBA players who gonna have thousands and thousands upon thousands of side pieces fly down to Orlando this week? Nobody gives a crap when the dude does that, but now all of a sudden a woman does it and it's front page. He on on TV crying. That's hypocritical. Hey, As a matter of fact, hey, stop saying all that crap because you became he kind of being out to me. That's that's how Louisiana dudes do. They be all in their feelings. Oh, I got 10 thorough dudes in the chat right now, man. Louisiana, stand up. We thorough. Yeah, Louisiana, stand, stand up, up sit right back down. Stand up and take a stretch because you're quarantined. <laughs> sit right back down. Okay, so before we jump on to the next topic, today is July 1st which we mentioned at the first of the show. Today is signing day for all of the select soccer clubs. Uh, my daughter signed, again, I believe her third year uh, for competitive. They are going to be one. We don't know if the season is going to begin, but I just want to shout out to her and her soccer team. So I love you, my butter pecan praline queen. And I can't wait to come see you play next year. <laughs> <laughs> or the year yeah. after. Very much. Well, you know, Terrence had tournaments this weekend at the Frisco Fieldhouse, and it was my anxiety level kind of went up a little bit because you had to pre-purchase your tickets, and they sent an email and said only 10 spectators per team. So I'm thinking it's going to be real light in there. They're going to make you wear a mask, everything. I walk in there. Everybody's just running around, no mask on. Now, the refs didn't even have whistles. They gave the refs buzzers, which I don't understand. Like, why you couldn't bring your own whistle? Well, because <laughs> when they blow into the whistle, spit yeah, may come spit. out or something. So you can't, oh, okay. you can't take so a thing. they had buzzers. And How was that? How was the buzzers? They were like, eh. Like, when you play taboo, eh. <laughs> it was like, nobody can. So it was a lot of times when the game kept going on and the rest was like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Like, <laughs> this is not working for us. But they but went. they didn't have people wear masks? That don't make no they sense. They did not. They did not. And then they took out the bleachers, so you had to bring your own chairs. And I didn't really know that. So the first day I had to sit on the floor, which is You see why? This is why basketball is going to get canceled. Because right, stuff exactly. Like this. So, but I do want to say that they, they went, the last game of the night, they had three overtime and so let me tell you what happened the game was tied and it was seven seconds left the other team was bringing the ball inbound but they had six players on the court oh so technical technical foul foul, right so the game was over and they were like hey they had six players so our team had the chance to shoot two free throws all they needed to make was one to win the game right they didn't make either one of them yeah remember Pam I told you about that my last game of the season yeah, like it's free, yeah, we it's had, free for a reason yeah, three. too. Wow! So we had three overtimes, and then we finally pulled it out. So this is all very interesting. Yeah, at least you pulled it out because that'd be horrible if you lost. Yeah, uh, when you have yeah. the chance to win. It, it so at win. least you ended up going three. It didn't yeah. take you. Didn't, it doesn't matter how many overtimes you win, as long as you win the game. Because when you have a chance to win, and it was basically no clock, got to go just make one, and you miss. Both, both, and he had no coming back from that. Players shoot the, the <laughs> they, and that's what free made throws. Yeah, two different what players. Rule is that? I don't yeah. know. The coach threw a fit, but anyway. So shout out. I, I would have too. Shout well, you just brought up a painful memory for me, Pam. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> All right, y'all. So B Jones, do you have a yeet of the week? for us? Yes, I do. This is going to be a quick and a fun one. I don't know if anybody has been watching social media sensation and I'm going to butcher her name here. It's Trimitri. Auntie, just say auntie. 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 And she she has this this bird called Kaka. Well, the first time I saw she was hitting like a a 40-foot jumper in the middle of, like, Sticks Academy or something kind of sporting goods store. And yeah. then from there, it just became viral. And uh, this woman is talented all over the place. And so it didn't really become a story and yeet-worthy until I started doing a little bit more digging. This woman is also a doctor at the University what? of Auburn. I didn't now, know Now, she's, she's also a former WNBA player. Now that I All right. And she's also a former actor slash producer in both film and music. And then lastly, Wide said, hey, I got to go ahead and throw the yeet to her. She's actually a cancer survivor. One of her most popular songs, though, my people, my kinfolk going to know this one. She produced a song by TRU True called Hootie Hoo. 
Yeah, that's a jamming song in Louisiana. I just think it's a feel good story. She has Kaka written on her mask, so she's practicing social distance and doing some some cool stuff out there. She's making all these incredible shots and uh, just showing us that, hey, we got to do what we got to do on a daily basis and life is what we make it, you know? Don't stop. She never stops. She never stopped dreaming and doing things. So uh, Chantel, auntie, I'm going to send you the first a caca, and then I'm going to give you a yeet. <laughs> I like her if when you see her videos when she shoots the ball and makes it just the look she gives like like you thought I was gonna miss like yeah yeah yep. she looked at that boy in that sporting goods store she was like <laughs> I love it I love it I wouldn't have been nowhere near that basket but you know hey so before we go I want to give a shout out to Erin Bird she's won the past two weeks. She's been editing our podcast and she's going to continue to do that. So if you're looking for someone to do that, her name is Erin Bird. You can find her on Fiverr.com. Now I'm sending you the stuff tonight. Shout out to Erin, making us look good. Sh All that. And shout, shout out. out. You know what? I need to shout out my favorite mouth of the South. B. Jones has been getting on my nerves, but he has been doing an amazing <laughs> job this week. He learned Canva, y'all, and he's been killing us in the group chat with all the stuff he's doing. Yeah. But so me and Jones for stepping up our social media and our graphics and the things that we post, all the stuff y'all see, that's on him. And that's him texting us in the middle of the night. Hey, y'all, I got this idea. I think we should do this. I wake yeah. up in the morning and I'm well, like, check this out. Like, we, by the end of this week, though, we're going to have 500 followers. So I'm very excited about that. So yes, big. make sure y'all share Yeah, us. those are share unique individual followers too. They ain't fake profiles either. Nah, we ain't yeah. pay for these followers. And make sure you subscribe yeah. to our YouTube. Go to the website. Like us on Facebook, Instagram. Hit us up on yeah. Twitter. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of shout outs, I, I, I definitely want to give a shout out to not only our recent subscribers and followers that have been recently just started listening to our show, but also the people that have been there since the very beginning listening to our show. You know, we're 50 episodes in and, you know, obviously we're continuing to grow and trying to give out more content that people can attach themselves to. So I'm definitely proud of the fact that where we are and, you know, that people are, you know, still always willing to tune in and catch up on our show, comment, while we're actually doing the live stream, going back later and listening to us, and then also, you know, answering the trivia questions and things like that. So definitely want to give a shout out to all of our loyal subscribers. Absolutely. Uh, and speaking of the website, don't forget to go check that out. B. Jones and KT work very hard on that as well, making sure we stay updated and everything is good. And that is www.sportslifetalk.com. I just wanted to tell my baby sister happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jamisha. Happy birthday, baby sister. Yes, and I had already gave my shout out, but since she's actually right here next to me, I don't know if she heard me. Shout out to my baby. I always call okay. her my yeah, my butter pecan, pecan butter queen. Butter pecan, butter pecan. <laughs> yeah, my butter pecan praline queen. Today was signing day. So it's I was here with y'all, so I missed I missed the signing day. So all right, Post Malone said, Congratulations. Oh, so you're gonna try to put that guilt trip right, on, you us? Put on us. Oh, you could have missed the show. <laughs> no, I didn't want to miss the show. It wasn't because of COVID, it wasn't as big as it normally is. So and plus she ran out of PTO back in January. <laughs> You know what she told me? She don't have no days off for the rest. Hey, before we go, uh, Serge, I don't know what it yeah. is, but it was a certain angle you had, man. You look like Russell Wilson for a second, man. Whoa, hey. Yeah, you are. It was like you was talking. You, you look like hey. Russell Wilson. You, you the new QB of the talking. show. If I wake up tomorrow, my bank account shows Russell Wilson's bank. I'll be all for it. Yeah, lying. Man, you wake I'll, up next I'll, to I'll, I'll help our future's kids too. It's cool. Look and pay their tuition, right? Yeah. Yes. What LSU wherever they want to go, it's cool with me. Really? <laughs> hey, hey, I just need those extra zeros in my those bank extra account. Zeros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right, six so, more than what I have. Well, thank you all of our listeners and subscribers for joining us this evening. We hope you enjoyed it. I hope y'all enjoyed that introduction because that took a lot out of me. Don't look for that next week. I'm not doing that every week. You know, just so you know, I'm not doing that every week. <laughs> we'll do the Dallas Maverick one next week. Oh gosh! All right. <laughs> But thank y'all for joining us this evening. Make sure you follow us, like us, share us, all that good stuff. Follow us on social media at Sports Life Talk on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to follow the ladies of SLT. That's Katie and I's page. I try to keep up, y'all, but I'm, I'm a little slow. I'm going to get better, though. 
because I got like 17 jobs, but I'm gonna really try to do better. But make sure you follow us on all of our social media outlets. I mean, we have some new stuff coming. We're doing some exciting things next weekend as a group. So we have some new stuff coming up for y'all. So yeah, subscribe to us to find out what we got going on. So other than that, we will see y'all next week. Same time, same place. Yeah.